0: Welcome to Gestational Diabetes Club. I'm your host, Helena, dietitian, nutritionist, vegetable enthusiast, and big fan of strong coffee and dark chocolate. Join me here each week to chat about all things gestational diabetes. We'll cover everything you need to know about your nutrition, lifestyle and all the messy bits in between so that you can feel empowered to optimize your blood sugar, grow a healthy baby and create sustainable healthy habits to last a whole lifetime without the stress, overwhelm, guilt or confusion. Thanks so much for joining me and I hope you love it here. Hello, welcome back to Gestational Diabetes Club, the podcast. Now, today's episode is going to be a quick and fun one, and I'm answering the question that some of you might be thinking Can I have smoothies with gestational diabetes? In Australia, the weather is warming up. It is absolutely smoothie weather, but you might be eyeing off all of the other people on social media and your friends and your family who are having their yummy fruit smoothies and thinking that you can't because it's too much sugar. So, the reason I'm talking about this is actually not just because it's summer and smoothies are yum. I'm talking about it because a couple of studies came across my desk recently and just really caught my eye and I thought you guys are going to be interested in this. So, That's what we're going to talk about. But before I get into that, I do want to ask a favor. I hate asking favors, but I know that plenty of you listen to this podcast, which is so amazing. I'm honestly so grateful for all of your listens. I appreciate it so much and I appreciate it so, so much when you reach out and you say really lovely things about it. Like It means the world to me that this podcast is helping people across the world. It is honestly crazy. But I don't have many reviews or ratings and the only way that I can really grow the production of this podcast and get this podcast out to more people and really continue to build up what I'm able to offer to you is if I have your support and you are able to do a really simple thing like just leaving a rating or a review, it helps honestly more than you know. So I wanted to get that out of the way first. Oh, and I also should mention that if you haven't already, go to the link in my bio to download my free guide, which is called I've Just Been Diagnosed with Gestational Diabetes, Now What?, and it really steps you through like exactly what the process is when you've been diagnosed. And it's especially perfect if you are in that awkward phase where you've been diagnosed, but you haven't really seen many people yet in terms of your treating team, like your diabetes educator, perhaps, or even your dietitian. And I give you my very best advice on what to do when you are starting out, because I know that for so many of you, you might get that diagnosis, know that it's a couple of weeks potentially until you get to speak to a dietitian, and then you're left in this real like limbo of maybe not trusting anything that you're eating because you have no idea how it's affecting your blood sugar and you don't really know what you should be doing, like cutting out carbs, not cutting out carbs, how much to have, what else affects your blood sugar. Um, so I give you my best advice on how to get started on what to do in terms of your lifestyle and particularly diet modifications. So go get your hands on that. And even if you're not newly diagnosed, you might find it as a nice refresher. And then it'll also add you to my email list where I regularly send out little tips and things like that. So you might wanna be on there anyway. So, on to today's topic about smoothies and whether smoothies are okay for blood sugar and whether they're okay when you have gestational diabetes. Now, spoiler alert, this might surprise you. And the answer is actually that yes, I would consider smoothies absolutely fine when you have gestational diabetes. Now, There's some caveats here, but I wanted to bring this up, like I said, because I came across some cool research. And so I think I'll talk about that first, and then I'll talk about what I tend to do when I'm putting smoothies into my client's meal plans and what you can do at home to make sure that you're creating really nice, balanced smoothies that work for your blood sugar. So what I came across is that there was a paper published actually pretty recently in 2022. So the study was looking at whether blending fruit together has a different effect on blood sugar versus eating the fruit whole. So what they did, they only had a few participants. So they had 20 people participating in this study, but they compared them against themselves, so not against each other. They both did both types intervention for the experiment. So what they did was they either gave them apples um, and blackberries together with a glass of water and got them to eat them whole and then measured what their blood sugar did. Or they gave them a smoothie where they had blended together the same thing, so the blackberries and the apples and with a little bit of water and ice, and they totally matched everything. So they matched the same amount of water that would have been in the smoothie and with like the glass of water that they gave the participants if they were eating the fruit whole. So everything was theoretically exactly the same. The only difference was whether they were eating the fruit in its whole form or if they were drinking it as a smoothie. And you might be expecting that drinking it all blended up together would give you a higher blood sugar rating because then you're not doing the work of chewing. And so it's going to be quicker to digest into your bloodstream and get broken down into the sugar molecules and whatnot. And also because there's not really anything else to like buffer it out in terms of protein and fats and things in that smoothie. However, here's the surprising thing. That's not what happened. So, they actually found that the people who had the smoothie had a better blood sugar response. How fascinating. And don't get me wrong, this is one study on 20 participants, so it's definitely not like a huge amount of evidence. However, There's also another study that is really similar that was done in 2020 where they compared whether blending a bunch of fruits together versus eating them whole had a difference on blood sugar response. This study either provided people with raspberry and mango blended together or passion fruit and mango blended together or just mango on its own. And they used mango specifically because it's a high GI fruit. And they found that when it was mixed with the raspberries or the passion fruits, that again, it lowered the glycemic index and it reduced the blood sugar response. Crazy. And so that was again, like in comparison to eating the fruits whole as well. So there've also been some other studies finding similar things, though I should also mention there certainly are conflicting things too that have looked at like liquidized forms of food versus eating whole food and when it's not fruit-based, it doesn't seem to have the same effect. Now, how curious. It's all very interesting, isn't it? And what I find particularly interesting about this is some of the conclusions that the authors came to about why this might be happening. And it seems like when you blend fruit with another fruit that has seeds in it, So things like the passion fruit, the raspberries and the blackberries, which all have little seeds in there, that that blending process is potentially like grinding up those seeds and actually releasing more of the nutrients from there. One of those nutrients that's maybe having this effect being fiber versus if we're eating it with our teeth and we don't get that exact same like really fine grinding happening. So the seeds are remaining whole. And then they're not having the same effect on blood sugar. So, yeah, it seems like it's really the the blending with the seeds that is creating a better blood sugar outcome. So, great news for us that smoothies are back on the menu and potentially really good for your blood sugar in terms of having a lower glycemic index or GI than eating the fruits whole. And also awesome news when it's things like raspberries and blackberries because Also, a really, really beautiful source of so many antioxidants. Like, it's crazy the amount of antioxidants you can get from berries. And I always talk about antioxidants. And when you're consuming lots of antioxidants, that means that you're protecting your cells against damage. And so, that's really important when you're growing a baby and you want their cells to be as healthy as possible but also in terms of reducing your risk of chronic disease and things like cancer in the long term. So we love antioxidants. And so you're getting heaps when you're eating berries. Like generally a good rule of thumb is the darker and the more vibrant and colorful the fruit or the vegetable is, the more antioxidants and nutrients are packed in there. So we love berries and they're super high fiber. Um, yeah, and, and they're a little bit lower in carbohydrate than some of your other fruits. And so I'm often recommending them because they can be a really, really good one for you to be including when you have gestational diabetes, not the carbs are bad, but they're just really helpful so that they don't totally blow out the carb portion that you're having at any given time. So berries are fab and it's great news if we can incorporate them into smoothies now What I wouldn't suggest doing though is just having a fruit-based smoothie because if you're going to have it for a meal, then A, you're not getting the nutrient balance that you need. And if you've only got, you know, a few meals per day where you have an opportunity to be hitting your nutrient targets, particularly things like protein and healthy fats and some of the other things like calcium, you really want to be maximizing those opportunities. Um, And B- and, you know, depending on what you're putting in there, then it might still not be great for your blood sugar. It might still send it shooting up if you don't have other components in there. So, well, what I tend to do if I'm putting smoothies onto my client's meal plans is that they do have a really good balance of nutrients in there. So generally, I'll aim for one piece of fruit equivalent. So that could be like one cup of berries, or it could be something like a cup of mango, or it could be a apple, something along those lines. Definitely a source of vegetable because you can definitely sneak in vegetables into smoothies. You probably won't taste them. And there's a few that work really well for this. So zucchini is a really good one, hidden gem. If you freeze it, it also adds that nice kind of creamy texture like a banana does when you freeze it and then blend it into a smoothie. Um, And spinach and kale, they're really popular to put in smoothies as well. You can put heaps in and you won't taste it really. And I know that some people put cauliflower in and I'm pretty sure it would have the same effect if you um, put it in the freezer first. So definitely sneak some veggies in there. And then you want a source of protein. So that could be a high protein yogurt or some cottage cheese or a dairy free um, high protein yogurt based on soy or you could use a high-protein milk. Um, you could also use something like some hemp seeds to boost it up. You could even use silken tofu. Plenty of options you really need to get that protein in. And some people, of course, use protein powder. I think that's a personal decision whether you want to use that during pregnancy and probably just check with your doctor or your dietitian around whatever you're using. Just want to make sure that it's free from um, like heavy metal contamination and things like that. And then you'd want a source of healthy fats. So that might be some chia seeds. That could be some um, nuts, something like that to throw in there, some peanut butter, some almond butter, whatever. Some sort of healthy fat or avocado is also a good one because then if we're ticking off carbs generally from our fruit and you could add another source of carbs in there just to make it a little bit lower GI if you wanted to as well, something like oats, and then you want your protein, And then you want your healthy fats and you've got fiber. Perfect. It will pretty much be equivalent to having a balanced meal, especially if you're choosing berries, because as we now know, the extraction of the fiber and the other nutrients from those seeds will really help to buffer your blood sugar response and keep things nice and balanced. So I think smoothies are a great thing that you can be incorporating into your gestational diabetes diet. So easily for a meal. Um, but just make sure you are getting veggies in there, especially if it is a meal, you could also have little portions of smoothies for your snacks. So maybe not the same quantity or volume if you're as, as what you would do, if you were doing a meal, but doing a smaller version as a snack. And I would just try and keep it in that same balance of nutrients. So still ticking off protein, fiber, fat, um, and some fruit and veggies in there. And they're also so helpful if you have a really low appetite. I mean, sometimes that goes either way. Some people can't face something like that. But if you are basically only tolerating liquids, then make sure that they're nutritious. And so smoothies are perfect. So I really hope you got something out of this episode. I didn't script this. So apologies if I've stumbled over my words a little bit. But um, yeah, I, I just thought it would be a fun one to jump on and record. So I did. And like I said, hope you enjoy, leave me a rating or a review if you can, and we will chat soon. Bye. That is it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. And if you haven't already, please make sure that you subscribe or hit the plus button so that you can get new episodes delivered straight to your podcast app every week. And if you did find this episode useful, I would appreciate it so, so much if you could leave a rating and review or share it with a friend. It helps me reach more people so that I can help them take some of the stress out of gestational diabetes too. And if you want to keep learning about all things gestational diabetes, head to my website to find all the ways that I can support you. Thanks so much. Chat soon. Bye.